0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, September 7th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Cal State San Bernardino AD Sean Chinferrell went through the car wash yesterday at Cal State Bakersfield, as the first of three AD finalists on campus. Notable comments, I'll be active in the Big West. I'll be a leader in this process. Because I've seen what happens when we don't handle our business. Everybody in the athletic department is a revenue generator now. That should be viewed as an opportunity, not an obligation. Chin Farrell also promoted previously serving as interim AD at fellow WAC member Seattle, landing the first ever $1 million gift at Cal State Bernardino and growing up in a wrestling focused community. SBJ's Michael Smith says not so fast on reports of the new college football playoff media rights, generating $2 billion plus annually. Here's why, media companies are buying 11 CFP games, not 11 Alabama-Georgia games. The CFP has a history of delivering blowouts and duds in the semi-finals. The last 10 semifinals have produced just two games that ended with a one-score margin. The other eight finished with a double-digit margin. Former Fox Sports Network's President Bob Thompson feels differently, good point by CFP executive director Bill Hancock that it is only four more games not eight. It does make the non semifinal group of six bowl games more valuable as quarterfinals, compared to standalone games that are not part of the tournament. I still think it goes for north of $2 billion per year. ESPN adds high-profile analyst and former West Virginia football student-athlete Pat McAfee to College Game Day as a full-time member. McAfee will continue his daily talk show on YouTube, as well as WWE's Friday Night Smackdown for Fox. From the New York Post, the new deal will create quite a schedule for McAfee as he will spend Fridays on SmackDown and then fly, presumably on a private jet, as there is no other way to appear on ESPN's Game Day on Saturdays. East Carolina AD John Gilbert on Saturday's concessions issues at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, no one is as upset as I am about it. It is completely inexcusable. We did not get caught by surprise. We knew this was coming for months. We had talked about it with various vendors for months. And so, for us not to be able to deliver, is extremely disappointing. And we can talk about the reasons why and things, but at the end of the day, we have to deliver. We rely on our vendor to manage and run our stands, and be able to make game time or immediate decisions when something happens. I've had multiple calls with Aramark and meetings to try and get it rectified. We do have a plan. In personnel news. Former Northern Michigan AD Rick Conley agrees to again lead the Wildcats, this time for a set two-year period, as the institution will not do a full AD search right now given the hiring and onboarding of a new president this fall. Looks like California Baptist has hired FIU Director of Facilities and Operations Anthony King as its new Associate AD, for Facilities and Operations. College AD on the news and the Lancers staff directory reflects King's addition. McKinsey & Company observes the competition for talent remains fierce, with 11.3 million open jobs at the end of May, up substantially from 9.3 million open jobs in April 2021, while at the same time, the voluntary quit rate is 25% higher than pre-pandemic levels. At the current and projected pace of hiring, quitting, and job creation, openings likely won't return to normal levels for some time. Complicating matters, employers continue to search for talent via traditional channels, but the pandemic has caused many workers to re-evaluate what they want from a job, thereby creating a large pool of active and potential workers who are shunning the traditionalist path. To better understand those workers, McKinsey & Company has broken them down into five personas, traditionalists, do-it-yourselfers, anything for autonomy, caregivers and others, at home but wanting more, idealists, students and younger part-timers, and relaxers, career doesn't come first anymore. The firm also identifies the top factors which drive retention, including meaningfulness of work, adequacy of workplace flexibility and adequacy of support for health-slash-well-being. Drivers of attrition include adequacy of compensation, adequacy of career development and sustainability of work expectations. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, September 7th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.